Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy, anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music, mortisviventi.com. H.J. Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. Nightterrorpub.com. Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com. Hi, I'm Victoria Venon, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. All right, so today we are sitting with Victoria Venon. Hi. Yes. Ooh, we got a little band here. Oh, <laughs> special treatment. Oh my treatment. goodness, we've never had them here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. How are you? You look lovely. Thank you. I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Yeah? yeah. Awesome. Good. I see you brought yeah. Mr. Rocket. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows who danny rocket is that's right right club yeah. rocket mm-hmm. everyone's been there at least once i've danced my ass off so hard i at have that too spot. I have with you right who hasn't so it's it's crazy how we're here right now because we hung out this past weekend mm-hmm. and in the morning we woke up and we were like thinking of who to have on the show right mm-hmm. and we thought of you we thought of both of you and we were like oh we should hit them up and we were like oh we'll do it tomorrow then we went out, and who do we see fucking at Rad Coffee <laughs> taking pictures? It was you, and I was like, hey, Liz, isn't that her? I was like, oh, yeah. Because we've never met you before. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's Danny, too. And yeah. it's Danny, yeah, and it's just crazy how, like, we totally manifested it without even trying. It's funny how the universe works. I know. Right? Yeah, and you were all for it right away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're all into this shit, right? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> before we get into the scary shit, though. Who are you? What do you do? What's going on? What industry are you in? Um, well, I'm, my name is Victoria Venon, and I, I model. I model. I help Danny promote for um, Club Rocket. I model for the brand Creepsville. I model for Elvira. Freelance model, like, brands reach out to me. We'll, we'll send you, like, some of our merch, pay you to wear our stuff, like, stuff like that. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a really fun. It's really fun to do. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You're really good at it. Thank you. I Thank followed, you so much. Yeah, of course. I followed both of you. I think your style is amazing. Thank you. And I love the different outfits you always have on, all the cool poses and locations you're at. Actually, one of the things that really caught my eye was that you dressed up as the black cat. Yeah. Like the cosplay. Oh, Here I go. I would get you. I know, Here she goes. Every episode. Yeah. <laughs> I love black cat. <laughs> Me too. Ooh, yeah. I, know. I, I keep trying to tell cat to dress up as... Um, Poison Ivy? Yes. Because of my hair. I love Poison Ivy. Yes. Who else? And Mary Jane, because oh, of the red Mary hair. Oh, Mary Jane. Who else? Uh, Penguin. 
Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stop it. That's who I want to be. Like a cute one, though. I I'm feel like you. with a cute top hat. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that 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 would actually be really cute. Right? Wouldn't that, that be dope? I feel like I can make it cute. That's a super cute idea. You should do it. I I, I always wanted to be Catwoman, but like the Tim Burton Catwoman. Yes. yes. I always wanted to it's do the it. the best one. I remember when I was like 10, I think I was like 11 years old or 12, and I dressed up as the Halle Berry Catwoman. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. And you that, have to be the Michelle Pfeiffer one. <laughs> I know. I do. Classic. Like I ASAP. Do. She's my favorite for sure. <laughs> and Danny could be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. There's only one Batman. <laughs> Uh-oh, you? And that's me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who's your favorite Batman? Ooh. Favorite Batman, Michael Keaton. Michael really? Sure. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah. I Who's love yours? I like I like my I like all of them. Michael Keaton, because you know, like he's he's Michael Keaton, like Beetlejuice yeah. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I, I really enjoyed the Christian Bale. Oh yeah. Ones. Yeah. He was good. Mm-hmm. Question. Not a fan of the voice though. Yeah, <laughs> those were your? modernized. Like they were they were done very well. I think I just love um the darkness behind Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But like but like also he has a great chin for Batman. Yeah. You know? The um, little butt chin. Yeah. You're having a good time, huh? I am. <laughs> it's the best episode already. It's the best episode of all four seasons, huh? <laughs> Question: Who's your favorite Joker? I love all of them. I don't know, probably Heath Ledger. Yes, because you know that's who I that's who I grew up with. Yeah, like that's who I remember. That's like my most vivid memory mm-hmm. of like a Joker. Because obviously, like the uh, the one that the Tim Burton one came out before I was even born. Mm-hmm. So I remember. I think like the. The Dark Knight came out when I was around, like, I don't even think I was in high school yet. Or, like, really? barely barely in high school, maybe. Girl, rub it in. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I remember watching it, and I just fell in love with him. And, like, I was there for, like, the whole, like, Joker era. You know, everyone was, my brother was him for Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, like, when you walk into, like, a Hot Topic or Spencer's, that's just all you saw. True. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, and like I, I really loved him. I live, really loved the way way Heath Ledger like embodied him and everything. Like, um, Jack Nicholson was amazing. Yeah, but I guess I, I really relate to the Heath Ledger one a little bit more. But then, um, I remember I saw the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, yes. and that one like blew me away. Right, blew me away. I remember. I think that was like the first movie I ever watched together, oh. like Aww. on our first date. Really? Yeah. You romantic fuck. I know. <laughs> oh it, it was that one. It was that one in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, oh did you yeah. like that? I love that one. That was it was good. One. He he did a really good job. I know. He deserved that Oscar. He did. And so did Joaquin Phoenix. Definitely. Totally. I, like as soon as I remember like, um, I remember seeing a preview for the, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix and there was a comment saying, um, Legend has it, Joaquin Phoenix is already practicing his Oscar speech. No shit. And right? that's how that's how I knew. I already knew he was going to win it. Yeah. Like, as soon as I saw the trailer. So, it was cool. It, it was, was cool when he actually did. But he did an amazing job. He no, did. Yeah, and I like how they touched uh, the mental health yeah. stuff a lot. It was so I mean, real. That's what it was about. And Liz has mentioned this before, and how... We never knew why he always, I mean, yeah, he's called the Joker, but why are you always laughing when you're getting your ass kicked? Mm-hmm. And they explained why, you know, and it mm-hmm. was just, it was really, it was just super deep. It was so real. It was. Um, like, I love the Heath Ledger of Joker. Yeah. For sure, hands down. Because it showed him more from like an animated, yeah, like brought to life, but the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, it's more of a like real life yeah. situation. It's like the harsh reality. Exactly. Yeah. It's like behind all like the makeup and like the, yep. oh, like you're the Joker, like you're amazing, like the comics and all that. It's like you really get into like why he's like that. Do you watch any of the animated 
stuff? When I when I grew up, we would watch like Bat- the Batman series, my brother and I, on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember like watching, I think the first ever episode with Harley Quinn yeah. and like right away falling in love with her. Yeah. And the Catwoman like as well and everything. Um, that's what really like got me into Batman, I guess like watching it. I mean, I had to watch it with my brother because then like Powerpuff Girls would come off right after. <laughs> So it's like That's okay, good like too. Well, yeah. Who's your favorite Powerpuff <laughs> Girl? Blossom. Really? Yeah, I I'm, love I love Blossom. Okay. okay, I like Buttercup. Obviously, Me she's too. the yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I like the bitches. You know, mm-hmm. I like. Well, I love, thank you. <laughs> I love Blossom because I like pink. Oh, okay. yeah. She, like any character who was like the pink one was always my favorite. But um, I like all three of them. Yeah. I mean, like. In their own way, right? Yeah, in their own way. Okay. I love Mojo Jojo. (laughs) I love him. I like him. Right? Him. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. Look at you. I know. You know what's up, huh? That's a good one. Did we just go to the 90s? I'm excited. Dude, this is my shit. (laughs) Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what she was. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you like 90s cartoons? I love 90s cartoons. (gasps) Sailor Moon. Oh, fuck. How can you not? Have you ever dressed up as like a goth? Sailor Moon. Because if you haven't. <laughs> I think like, well, I would think like the, the goth. One. I always did want to be Sailor Moon. Yeah. It's just, I just never got around to doing it. I'll, I'll probably do it this year. Yeah. But um, the goth one. Just yeah. like a, you know, a goth version. Who is, I don't know. Is I feel there like, already one? Well, like there's like Sailor Pluto. She's like kind of like darker looking or oh. um, Sailor Saturn. Oh. And then like Chibiusa. But, like, when she, like, gets, like, possessed by, like, a dark entity and she becomes, like, like an older Chibiusa, but she's, like, all dressed in black. That's she's, like, the, one. the dark Damn, one. Damn, you're yeah. schooling me that's right now. No, sorry. <laughs> yes. No, that's amazing. Yeah. You know your shit. Yeah, I know that was great. I was like, uh-huh. I, I was like, wait, you can take over. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. you know what? Maybe we should watch Sailor Moon. Or maybe we yeah. should stop right now real quick. <laughs> it's on Hulu. <laughs> Is Hulu. it? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> I was more into Dragon Ball Z uh, than Sailor Moon. But oh, okay, okay. But I'm down. I, yeah. I would only watch Dragon Ball Z with my brother because Sailor Moon came on right after. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Pokemon too? Oh, and I love Pokemon. Yeah? Who's yes. your favorite Pokemon? Balance Probably baby. when I was little, it was like uh, Mew. Oh, yeah. Because okay. like I love cats. Yeah. So And she always look, kind of looked like a cat to yeah. me. And okay. then she... Didn't she form into Mewtwo? Yeah. Mewtwo was badass. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Did you guys cry in the movie? Yes. yes. Pokemon 2000, right? Mm-hmm. That was like, that, <laughs> oh that's my, my earliest, that's my earliest like memory of watching, like going to the movies and watching like a movie. Me too. Did yeah. we just find a new best friend? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember my brother took me to go see that movie and I was trying so hard not to cry. I was like, dude, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how can you not? And it was funny because um, he remembers it like a sort that I was crying. Did he and cry? Then, like, no, he was just, he went home and he cried. was too cool. He's too cool. Nah. And um, he said that everyone, all the kids were just like, mom. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I love um, Psyduck. <laughs> really? <laughs> the psychic one. He, he was woke as fuck. A lot of, he was like underrated in my opinion. You would. He was psychic. He was cool. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He, so like, what was his power? I never. He read minds. He was psychic. Really? Yeah. I literally never knew that. Yeah, dude. And you know who else? Jigglypuff. I related to her a lot. Oh, I love Jigglypuff. <laughs> I always felt bad for her because she thought like every, nobody liked her. Nobody liked hey, her singing. I'm kind of like her because I like to karaoke, you know? I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that was me, but yeah. Okay. Anyways, wait, what is this podcast called again? It's called uh, Scary I'm Encounters. Oh, that's right. <laughs> my bad. We're way too So excited. my favorite Pokemon was Ditto. 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 Because 
That's a little mole, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, was it a mole? I thought that's what I thought it was. <laughs> a little poop coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it could be anything it wanted. That's what I liked about it. It Dang. was like it was like the the little mole, the kid version of Mystique in X Men. You know, she wait, could always change into Ditto. Wait, is it Ditto? Like, is that the know? mole? Yeah, no. the, the ones that come out from the With ground, the right? Pink yeah, no, no, yeah. No, the, no the, that's something else. Ditto is Ditto, Ditto, Ditto. Like it looks like a blob. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, I know what you mean. Who's like the mole one, though? I thought so, too. Yeah. Actually. I forgot. I don't know. I forgot Fuck. what it's called. It's been a minute. Whoever's listening right now knows who the mole thing is, the little poop coming out of the ground. <laughs> Please comment on this episode because we'd love to. We're going to look it up after, but anyway. Definitely. But anyway. Charmander's dope, too. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Anyways, okay. So, yeah. you say you model for Elvira? Yeah. How is she? How is she in person? Is she? She's super nice. Yeah. Honestly, she's like, I mean, she's Elvira. It's like, I don't, right. like, you know, like, what? Okay, I don't even know what to, what to expect, like how yeah. she'll be like in, in person. And I remember I was waiting in the room, like, um, to greet her. And she came inside and like, I was just standing there. Like, I was the first one that she saw when she walked in. And I mean, I knew she knew of me, but I didn't expect for her to like, really like acknowledge me or like kind of knew who I was. But she came in and she looked at me and right away she was like, I just want to let you know, like, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. Like, your pictures look amazing. Thank you, like, for, like, you sell the merch so well. Just thank you. Like, you're, like, you're going to go places. Like, I know. I I was like, thank you, ma'am. Like, I I literally wanted to cry right then and there. But yeah, like, you always think about how like your one of your favorite celebrities will be like how like w- like if you ever met them mm-hmm. you don't think it'll actually happen right let alone like actually like kind in a way work for them like i'll never forget it i'll never forget that first encounter that's amazing she's amazing that's oh, so man. cool because the queen yeah, we, herself the queen literally yeah and um I, I just felt, I felt blessed. Oh, you <laughs> are blessed as fuck, dude. Like she like, blessed me, <laughs> right? I'd be like, I die now. Yeah, <laughs> I would have just been done. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Um, I just read her book when it first came out, her her most recent book, and oh my god, I just learned so much about her, and like, I had the best time. I cried, I laughed, I just <laughs> it was just so raw. She was so, I don't know, she was so raw in it, and to hear and i i've always thought because obviously i've always been a fan of her like yeah and i gotta tell everybody listening we have a a, a life-size cutout of her right here in the corner of the room because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm staring at her as i'm talking about her that's why um no but i've always thought like i wonder if she's a nice person because when you admire people in in any industry you hope that they are and then when you meet people and they're assholes it's the worst feeling i know ever so to hear that she's so sweet, thank God, right? Yeah. Thank I, God. I know. Especially um like I've like I've like um dealt with that before, like meeting people like when I was younger and I would go to warp tour all the time. Oh yes. And there's certain band members, like most of them are nice, like yeah. super nice, but then there's certain bands that like you're in line to get an autograph or whatever they're or assholes. like Yeah, and like not that they're not like straight out mean, but they're kinda like you can tell they don't want to be there. Yeah. Aww. Warp tour, huh? Yeah. Okay. You know what, so while you guys were probably at Warped Tour, Danny and I were probably at a Depeche Mode show yeah. or Morrissey show. Definitely. Maybe, you know. maybe. Uh, yeah. The it cure, about right? right. <laughs> yeah. Put his mic on just in case he needs to talk. It. He's saying no, <laughs> like, no, no. no. <laughs> All of a sudden he has to go to the restroom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. But Actually, hey. well, real quick, I just want to give Danny a shout out because yes. 
I do remember leaving some of those shows, like Morrissey shows and all those like, you know, different ones, Depeche Mode, and seeing you outside with your rocket flyers. And I'm like, you know I'm going to oh, be there. Yeah. Dang, Danny, you did the... Uh, put his mic on real quick. Come on, real quick, dude. You did the, like, the paper flyers. You used to pass them out. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're a bad bitch. Because you know yeah, what? He is. People nowadays... <laughs> They, I mean, the youngins nowadays, you know, because we still do the paper flyers too. We do both, but it's always good to go old school and print out some flyers, go to events, go to venues and pass them out like that. Like at work tour, you know, when you're walking back to your car and everybody's just passing them out. I never turn down a flyer because that shit takes dedication. I know that shit takes commitment. And to hear that, Dan, I never knew that about you. So that's dope. It's cool to see you come a long way, even like all the different venues you've had. Like, dude, you're doing a big, good for you. Definitely. Like, I feel yes. like that's that's what really made me like fall in love with him so much is because he's such like a hardworking, dedicated person. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met someone so dedicated to like what they do, especially like meeting like like not, not to put down anyone else, but meeting like a lot of other like the promoters and people in the scene. And I don't see like. I don't see anyone being dedicated to stand outside at every single show that we go to, yeah. every single club event, like um, stay up, like um, spend like money on flyers and all that, like to like really push his club. Yeah. And because, yeah, because like, like you said, it's right. Like a lot of people aren't willing to like actually stand outside for like hours yeah. and like go to all these places and actually talk to people because they because like these days you think like, oh, I can just post something yeah. and people will come. And it's like, no, like, like, yeah, like maybe it'll work, but like it makes a huge difference to go actually go out there and meet people, pass out flyers, like shake hands, make connections, like actually like speak and acknowledge the people that you want to show up to your club. Yeah, exactly. That's why every single person that I say hi to or like that walk into our club, I always say, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Because, you know, like who doesn't like to feel appreciated? Oh, yeah, totally. And it's like it's a community. I know it, it is. It is like and like I can't just like sit down at my table and, and like kind of be like kind of like be like, no, like I'm too shy or I can't <laughs> like, no, like you can't you can't act like that because then like, yeah, because then like because first impressions really do matter. They do. And because like I've been to um, other clubs or I, I've been and like the pro- I don't see the promoter like shaking hands. I don't see him like greeting people or like whoever cool. yeah and like yeah. to me it's like that's why i really do love danny he's like super humble super down to earth and it's like and, and i feel like that's so rare to find these days it is You're yeah. right and it's so dope hearing you speak like this because people in this generation they don't understand like the commitment and shit that you have to put into all this shit you exactly. know like it's it's crazy so I'm glad you guys found each other. That's Thank amazing. You guys are super cute. You together. guys are fucking yeah. super cute together. <laughs> yeah. Extremely. Are like you kidding? No, but congratulations, you guys. You guys have something really cool going on. And Thank you. you are obviously very successful. Danny, you are, you're successful It's as cool well. to see two hustlers together. It is. Definitely. It's no, and like I, I owe a lot of my success to him. Like, I mean, like I worked for it myself, yeah. but I feel like we both helped each other like really like elevate and take our brand to the next level yeah that's good thank you so much <sighs> my heart feels all fucking mushy and I'm shit <laughs> i'm not supposed to feel all mushy and warm yeah, i'm supposed to feel it's like the vodka no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> um i'm gonna pause real quick and pause. get a refill so victoria we sent you some questions that we've been asking everybody since season two but before i get into that i just want to applaud you because earlier i said that it sucks when you admire somebody and see somebody on social media and then you meet them and they're assholes 
You're the sweetest fucking person. Um, Thank you. That means a lot to me. I'm being very genuine right now. You're very, you're beautiful. Your style is fucking perfect. Everything's perfect about you. You're easy to talk to. You're easy to talk to. Thank you. You're goofy. You're funny. (laughs) You're nerdy. You have good taste in cartoons. Yeah. (laughs) And music, you know, a little emo girl over here. (laughs) No, but I just wanted to applaud you for that and give you props for that because a lot of people, you can't say that about everybody, you know? Thank you. No, yeah, like, um... I get that a lot. Like when I meet people, they always expect me like to act a certain way or they expect me to be a certain way. Like, like I'll go up to them and I'll shake their hands. I'll say hi. And like, I can see it in their face. They're kind of like apprehensive at first. They're kind of like standoffish. Like they don't really know how to like approach me. But then when I start talking to them, I can see it in their face. Like their opinion of me starts to change. Like they're like, oh, okay. Like she's she's not a bitch like she's not full of herself like she's actually really nice <laughs> down yeah. to earth and yeah. yeah and I feel like yeah because I, I feel like um because a lot of people know me from like my modeling and like my pictures on Instagram and everything and I feel like right away like seeing someone's pictures I feel like they already like form an opinion of you yeah and it's like it's kind of like judging a book by its cover mm-hmm. but then like when you actually get to meet them that's why I like to keep an open mind about everybody because like yeah. I know what I know what it is to like be judged like like right off the bat and but yeah like but thank you like that that really make that really means a lot to me well thank you for giving us a chance of course of course (laughs) so anywho so we asked you the two questions that we ask every guest since season two we are in season four now you ready yeah all right question number one if you can bring back any celebrity from the dead who would you choose and why so Okay, like, it, it always, like, changes. Depends, like, what music I'm listening to at the moment or, like, uh-huh. what I'm feeling. Right now, it would probably have to be Kurt Cobain. <laughs> just because nice. I, I just finished watching, like, um, Soaked in Bleach, and I've been listening to a lot of his music lately. I mean, I've always been a Nirvana fan for, like, ever since I was, like, younger. But definitely Kurt Cobain. Then I'll listen to Queen, and I'll be like, oh, I wish I could have seen Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... You're at Club Rocket, and then, like, <laughs> Billie Jean from Michael Jackson comes on. You're Aww. like, oh, like, I wish I could have seen Michael Jackson. I wish he was still alive. Or Amy Winehouse. Right. A lot of good ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Girl. And then the emo side of me is Uh-oh. like, no, I really want I want, I really want the universe to bring back Lil Peep. Oh, shit. I want to go to a Lil Peep concert. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't either, are, actually. I did not see that coming. You okay. are a Lil Peep fan, right? I love Lil Peep. Oh. I you know. know what? It's crazy because my niece, she just turned 18, and she is a huge Lil Peep fan, like huge. And when she first got into him, I didn't really get it, you know, because I'm more of an old school um underground 90s rapper kind of girl like i like old school stuff yeah and she's she's a new stuff and i'm like okay like but i still let her listen to it when we're together and i'm like fuck okay cool like he's cool but dude when i watched his documentary i know that was so good i was like oh my god i get it okay and if anybody listening right now is a is anti little peep I highly recommend that you watch his documentary to get a more uh, um, a better understanding of his life and his personality. You know what? That's that's what did it for me. I watched the documentary after yeah. hearing you talk about it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I didn't get it. I was guy. never I was never anti him, but I just didn't understand. Same. No. And, yeah. And of I course. was because I'm very understanding and I'm very open with everything. She because my niece is my everything. Like 
Yeah. If she likes it, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm down. But I just didn't get it. And she's mm-hmm. like, please watch this. So I watched it. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. And my mom and her mom, which is my sister, they were kind of anti him because yeah. of everything he was into and everything he, yeah, I know. you know. And so she, I told them, I said, you guys need to watch this. And they were in tears, like, at the end of it. And they yeah. understood, too, now. Yeah, I cried, too. So we all understand it now. And it's like, like you said earlier, judging a book by its cover. Definitely. You know? And um, rest in peace, Lil Peep. It was yeah. such a good documentary. It really was. was. I didn't expect you to say that, but I'm happy you did. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> We've yes. never heard that on this podcast. Never. So it's yeah. good to hear. That like, was great. Different. Thank you. Yeah. That was great. Um, what would you, so you, the first one you said was Kurt Cobain. Yeah. What would you do with him? I mean, you have a whole day with him. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Hang yeah. out? What would you do? I'd probably ask him just like, like, uh, honestly, honestly, I'd probably ask like, can you play? Can you sing to me like the man who sold the world? Oh. I just need to hear it one more time before oh. you go, before you go back. <laughs> oh. Like it's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I'd probably like take selfies with him. Definitely <laughs> for my Instagram <laughs> marketing, baby. I know. That's good. I like it. You're a smart girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, so, uh, that was real. I love it. I love you. You're so cool. Um, next one you said was Freddie Mercury. What would you do with him? Same thing? Same thing. Um, <laughs> selfies. Selfies. I'd probably want him to sing probably Radio Gaga. Ooh. That's my favorite Queen song. Okay. okay. I know. That's probably, a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Lil Peep, what would you want to do with him? Uh, probably go to Disneyland. I feel like he would really like Disneyland. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's cute. I know that's such a good answer. <laughs> You're so cute. You know, Alexis soft... probably like. Can I come too, dude? I'm about to tag her in this. Shout out to my niece, Alexis. Mm-hmm. I think the four of us should go. I'm down. <laughs> I'm totally hey, down. Did you guys know that there's actually? Well, I'm sure you know a, a bunch of like scary stories or yes. ghost stories. That place is so fucking haunted. We need to do an episode on that, dude. Soon, right? So yeah, I think next season we're gonna do a haunted Disney episode. Hey, we should sure. get a room there, and I think we need to. Right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can be a like special guest or something because you work there, you know? I'll totally come. Right? Yes. I'll totally come. I think we're going to have a Disney episode in season five. We should save that. Okay, we'll that. save it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, how about we go on to question number two? Let's go. All right, question number two. If you're on death row or on your deathbed, what would you choose as your last meal? Sushi. Sushi. Details, sushi. details, baby. Come Probably on. Probably like, I don't know, like honestly, like, I love all kinds of roles, like <laughs> long house oh. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of rolls? What kind of sushi? Um, <laughs> what kind so of fish? I love I love all kinds of sushi. Like okay, so like California rolls, caterpillar yeah. rolls, dragon rolls. I got really into lobster rolls. Wow. I didn't, they're they're like a lot more pricey because it's lobster, but they're so good though. Okay. Um, Hawaiian rolls, but um, I actually really like just like the plain rice with like the tuna and salmon on it. Okay. Oh wow! I really like those. Okay, like I love sushi. I love all kinds of sushi. So one of each. Yeah. Okay. Or two of each, maybe. And then like some McDonald's on the side. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Shut a up! You do not look like that eating McDonald. No McDonald's. Way. Shut the fuck what? up! I love McDonald's. What the fuck do you eat at McDonald's? I eat everything <laughs> at McDonald's. I love Big Macs, cheeseburgers, McNuggets, fries. 
I like getting oh. M&M McFlurries <laughs> and dipping my fries in the M&M McFlurries. That sounds fun. We are so annoyed right now because <laughs> why do you look like that if um, you eat McDonald's? I'm on the wrong diet. This whole time I'm trying to do keto. I should We're be doing on the wrong diet. Uh, McKeto. What the fuck? Dude, secrets revealed oh, on that was actually gonna Encounters be one of my questions. with Hazy Chaos. <laughs> so we recently posted about sleep paralysis. Right. We posted about it and we posted what it is and how it feels or whatever. And if anybody has ever experienced it, please DM us and let us know your stories. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because you, Victoria, you've experienced it, correct? Yeah, it was a long time ago when I was like like a lot younger. I was still like living in San Diego. But yeah, I remember I remember I, I woke up, but I wasn't like fully. It's like when you're awake, but you're not awake. Yeah. Like you're still dreaming, but you know that you're dreaming like. And you're like in the middle of a dream state and reality definitely it's like when like you're ready to wake up but you can't wake up yet i remember like feeling like a pain in my leg like if like something's pulling me and i remember like kind of like looking up at the end of my bed and i saw like a black figure at the end of my bed and what really like um freaks me out is that this didn't happen at night it happened like it was already like daytime outside but I saw it like clear as day, like at the end of my bed, it was like a black figure. It almost looked like a, like a little black, like what I think like a little black devil would look oh, like. Shit. And so it was small. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it was just like standing like uh, like at the end of my bed and it was like pulling on my leg. And in my like, I wanted to like yell out, like, stop it, like, stop it. Yeah, that, that hurts. And but I couldn't I even tried like moving my mouth, but I couldn't wake up yet. I couldn't like shout it out. Mm. And it just kept pulling harder and harder. Like, I, it's like you're actually, like, feeling your body, like, slip down the bed, like, if he's trying to pull me towards him. Yeah. And then I finally, like, woke up, and I yelled out as I woke up, like, stop it. And then it was gone. Like, I was actually fully awake now. But, wow. like, I still felt the pain in my leg. And it really, it freaked me out because, um, uh, like, because, you know, like, um, growing up, like, my parents or I would hear, like, when kids, like, parents would tell their kids, you better behave or the devil's going to come to you <laughs> in the middle of the night and pull your feet. I forgot. Uh, and, like, I remember hearing that before. So I remember just sitting there thinking, like, like well, fuck, what did I do? <laughs> Are you Latina? <laughs> yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we all heard the same shit. Yes. You know, the cuckoo is going to come get you. I was literally, I was literally just like, like laying there thinking, like thinking back, like, well, okay, like, what did I do? Like, yeah. When he was pulling on your legs, did you happen to check after to see if you had any bruising? Oh, yes. I think I looked and like, it just hurt. I didn't see any like physical stuff. Not that I remember. Maybe there was like a scratch or something or maybe like a little bruise or something. But honestly, like I, it was a long time ago, but I, I just remember feeling the pain in my leg. Damn, dude. That's crazy. So you saw the figure at the end of your bed. What did you do next? I just kind of like laid there thinking like, did that really happen? Should I tell my mom or should I keep it to myself? I'll I'll just keep it to myself. That's such a great thing to bring up actually because at that point it's like, how do I even talk about this? Will they understand where I'm coming from? What if they laugh at me, right? It's just these kind of experiences are kind of. Yeah, there's certain things that it's just difficult to talk about with literally anybody much less your parents even back in the day too especially back in the day mm-hmm. your parents would be like yeah 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 go to bed <laughs> you know like <laughs> go back to bed yeah, go back to bed so well, it was a small figure right 
Yeah, it was small. It wasn't, I mean, it was creepy to look at because, like, I've never seen anything like, it was blurry, though. I was half asleep. Um, I think it's called lucid dreaming. I'm not sure. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I love that you brought that you up. You better yeah. stop it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like I was creeped out, but I wasn't scared, though, because, like, a part of me thought, okay, maybe I'm still dreaming. And then another part of me was like, no, I, like, it can't be. Like, I can, I can literally, like, feel the pain in my leg, and I know I'm awake. Yeah. yeah, and I see it right there. It's just I don't, I don't know. I guess like it was like one of those really weird things that happen, mm-hmm. and like you just kind of brush it off because you don't really want to think about it. Yeah. I just want to say how cool it is that you had the power to break out of it yeah. and be like, mm-hmm. "Stop it!" Right? Yeah, like I literally yell at him, like, "Stop it!" That's fucking cool. That's yeah. a really big deal because normally, I mean, from what I've heard in um, these kind of situations. People can't move or get out of it. No, nope. like yeah. they try so hard, but you were so powerful that you were just literally. Able I to told be like, you you were a witch. <laughs> I told you, girl. You're protected, apparently. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank but you. that's that's something I haven't heard yet. It's like um, people being able to snap out of it on their own, for the most part. Like uh, one of my friends from work, he uh, he was actually telling me how he'll try to take a nap at work in his car, mm-hmm. and he'll. He's worried about not getting up in time to go back to her because he's in sleep paralysis. Oh, fuck. Like, it's that bad. He's, like, in the yeah, astral? Yeah, and he's, I don't know. <laughs> he's trained himself to, like, even with, with his wife where, I'm not saying Oh, I'm name. sorry. You could edit this out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to edit I'm his sorry, name I'm out. Sorry. But he he's learned to, like, kind of speak up while he's asleep because he can't really move. So he's yeah. just, like, mm, mm, right, like, trying to get her attention. So she's actually gotten wow. up and like oh what? hey wake up wake up wake up and then yeah. he finally wakes up so like i don't know like i've never heard somebody being able to break out of it so freely that's really cool very cool. that's a really big deal that's a new one for me thank you it's really new yeah, yeah definitely i've um visited the astral in my dreams and i've i've experienced seeing our friend sayasha and i remember the next day i'd be like dude i saw you and you just kept like laughing like, we were just, like, in darkness, but you were laughing. And she was like, dude, that's crazy. I saw you, too, and you kept making me laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, what? That's crazy. But it's just, like, I feel like um, when you have enough power and when you have enough, when you're gifted like that, like, you mm-hmm. can make it happen. And I think, I mean, obviously, you are gifted, dude. You can, like. Actually, speaking of dreams uh-huh. like that, I had one not too long ago. But this specific time in my dreams i rem- it felt like i was seeing it from two different perspectives i felt it like if i was still awake but still sleeping so sleep paralysis but on myself does that make sense yeah where i was like you were the little demon at the end of the bed <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> but i was like i was doing this to myself oh man and i felt both sides of it like That's i felt crazy. myself sleeping and me being like oh shit this is my body that's yeah. pretty dope. For those that you can't see me, I'm, I'm patting she's, Kat on she's the shoulder. She's pushing me. I'm like yeah. falling over. But I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I remember doing that recently and I was like, I woke up and I was like, oh shit, I felt myself from both perspectives. That's it really cool. It was really cool. You're a fucking witch too. Have you ever experienced anything else like that before? Or was I, that the only time? That was the only time. I don't think I've ever um, experienced it. Experienced like a like that like feeling something at the end of my bed or feeling something on top of me the only time i've actually felt something like that was after we watched that documentary on netflix you remember that one that was nuts that was on on um um netflix no uh who 
I keep wanting to say lucid dreaming and astral projection, but no, are we talking about paralysis. sleep paralysis? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a documentary on that. Yeah. And I remember after, like we were so scared from that documentary. It was weird. It was weird. It was scary. But um, we, I went to bed that night thinking like, okay, whatever, passing out. And then I felt that like creepy vibe kind of come over me. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, no. So then I started praying and um, I got this really calming feeling after. And yeah. I felt like that prevented it. It's it's crazy because some people see sleep paralysis and night terrors as like a negative demonic thing. And then some people see it as like something different. It's just weird. That's true. I don't know, dude. But when we confirmed this interview with you, Victoria, we we were like, okay, well, we need to dedicate this whole episode to sleep paralysis. Yeah. You know? And even though we talked about Pokemon and Puff <laughs> Girls and Sailor Moon for like an hour important <laughs> stuff important <laughs> stuff first um you know we, adulting adulting you know we did post we were like dude well we, we need to post this like if we're gonna have a whole sleep paralysis episode we need to post this and see who else has experienced it yeah um, so we did so we did on instagram and we got a lot of hits and um we chose four stories we chose four stories to play right now just to see what's up and see if we can relate to them I think the first one's from Zach Rabbit, right? Uh-huh. From Swine and June Clivus and the Diddy Boys. That's right. So let's go ahead and play that. Hey, this is Zach Rabbit Lopez of Swine and June Clivus and the Diddy Boys. I have a quick sleep paralysis story. If you remember my episode, I talked about things tend to be more drawn to you when you're at your lowest. Well, during this time, I was emotionally down. I was having some relationship problems at the time. I remember it was 2 a.m. and I was sleeping downstairs because my Theos were visiting from out of town. I decided to finally try to go to sleep and that's when it happened. I was frozen, staring up into the air and this figure or person was floating less than a foot above me. I remember these yellow, almost cat-like eyes and hair freely flowing about. All I could do was stare into her eyes until I tunnel vision so hard all I could do uh, was see her eyes. I couldn't move, I couldn't say anything or cry out for help. I just stared until I passed out from like exhaustion. I woke up the next morning and felt like everything was fine. I still remember the trance-like feeling, but I haven't seen her or been in a sleep paralysis since then. All right, Zach. I think his experience was kind of a, um, a typical sleep paralysis experience with somebody floating on top of you and holding you down. I think the right? typical uh, sleep paralysis would be just seeing any kind of shadow people Anything. or movement. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. This one was floating on top of him. Yeah. Right. Well, just like Victoria, there was one at the end of her bed. At but the end of your bed, but this one was at on on top of him. It was floating above him. For the most part, it's uh, shadow people. Shadow people. Yeah, that's ah. that's a common thing here. I don't know. What do you Zach? think, Victoria? Um, I've def- I've heard of that before. Like I I have a friend who um, I think one time she told me about her sleep paralysis that like it felt like being held down or like she couldn't breathe. Or, like, something wasn't letting her, like, wake up. It wasn't letting her go. Like, like she's just being held down on her bed. So, I I would think that's, that's pretty legit. Like, having someone just watch over you. Right. You, you know, yeah. I like that you bring that up. Because mm-hmm. this next uh, caller, he talks about being held down as well. And his name is Eugene. So, oh. we're going to play that for you guys right now. Being held down. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Hello. My name is Eugene Rangel. And this is my sleep paralysis story. So this took place during the summer. I was trying, I was struggling, struggling to sleep that night. 
I kept tossing and turning, and I had a, I had a lot on my mind, and I'm sure the uh, the, heat, the heat didn't help. So I I kept coming in and out of sleep. I'd fall asleep for a couple of minutes, and then later on I would wake up. You know, it was always so hot, and just like fall asleep again, and it would happen all again, and it would be like sweating. So you know, it's kind of like uh, I don't know what to do. I'm like you know, at that point I'm thinking I should probably get up and get something cold to drink, maybe take a cold shower. Like, I don't know if that's going to wake me up more. And uh, so I'm just laying there. And next to me on the bed, I have a floor tile. And I hear footsteps. And I hear heels next to my bed. I live alone, so there wasn't anyone I knew. And I just hear, you know, the... And it kind of, like, resonates. It's like, there's a bit of an echo. And it's just weird. I'm like, what? Uh, is someone in here with me? Who, who the who the hell's in here? You know. And I I hear the the steps walk around the bed. So once it was next to me, it's walking towards my head. And I'm I'm not sure if I'm dreaming or if this is real. I'm thinking someone broke into my place. And is standing right above me. So I kind of, you know, obviously I kind of freak out. I freeze, but I, you know, still freak out. And I'm like, all right, shit, I have to do something. And right when I'm about to get up really fast and be like, all right, like it's go time. Like, you picked the wrong house, dude. <laughs> Let's fucking do this, you know. And I'm about to get up and I lay my hand, my hands flat on the mattress to push myself up and like and and spring myself up you know push myself up right when i'm about to do that i feel two hands on the by my shoulders my shoulder blades just push down on me really hard push me pushing me into the mattress and i can't get up so i'm like i'm, I'm pinned down completely frozen i have no idea what the hell's going on and, and it's clear that these are hands i feel the indentations on my back and they're there's long skinny pointy hands and i'm like jesus is this really happening or is this a dream because this is so weird is, is this the way i'm gonna go like i i don't you know and i'm like no no and, and and i try to and i fight that and i'm like no i'm not going out like this and and i i push myself up or try and the harder i try the stronger the pressure becomes and it just keeps pushing me down. I just kept falling deeper and deeper into it. So I went through the mattress and then beyond that that point, it was just space. And I just was floating down. So anyway, uh, that was my story. Thank you for listening and uh, keep listening to uh, Scary Encounters with uh, Haze Chaos. Eugene. Dude, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my God. That's so creepy, right? Dude, long skinny fingers pressing into your back, into the mattress. He like went into the mattress and just he went. In, he was face down into the mattress. Yeah, and he eventually woke up. He that's didn't get crazy. himself out of it. Like I said earlier, a lot of people um, see this as their perspectives are negative towards it, and it's demonic. But this next person who wrote in has a different perspective on sleep paralysis. And it took me by surprise, actually. Her name's Ray, and she's actually a medium. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's go ahead and 
and hear hers. Hello, everyone. My name is Ray, and I also host a podcast called The Energy Medium, where I share my supernatural experiences as a psychic medium. I saw that Scary Encounters had an upcoming episode about sleep paralysis on the lovely Sayasha Gianna's Instagram story, and I felt compelled to share my story with you guys. Sleep paralysis, as I've come to learn, is a very common experience and it's a very sensitive subject. And the reason why it's so sensitive to talk about is because people's experiences with sleep paralysis can be different, but they all have the same underlying theme where it's just an absolutely terrifying experience. My first encounter with sleep paralysis was 11 years ago when my dad died. And I had finished cleaning out all of his items out of his living space. And for about a month straight, I would have sleep paralysis every single night. And I was a devout Christian at the time. So of course, I had this thought in my head that I had been followed by a demonic entity or something was trying to get at me or something like that. And of course, I thought that the only resolve to this issue was to bless the room and pray to God that these events would go away. And when they didn't go away, I actually moved my bedroom to the downstairs basement, and that seemingly for some reason stopped all the issues. It wasn't until, again, about 11 years later that I would start to have experiences with sleep paralysis again. And this really changed my perspective on. One of the reasons why I strongly believe now that people have sleep paralysis, and I believe that sleep paralysis is actually a signal and an invitation for healing. I say this because my last encounter with sleep paralysis was during a time when I was actually having a very intense and beautiful spiritual awakening. And along with my spiritual awakening came a lot of healing, healing of physical and emotional trauma. And I wasn't consciously aware of it at the time, but I was still holding on to a lot of pain from losing my dad and a lot of unresolved emotions that came along with losing him at a young age when I wasn't ready. And when I started to revisit these emotions again, my sleep paralysis came back. And one morning I woke up and of course I couldn't move my body. I couldn't open my eyes. I could hardly breathe. It felt like there was something putting pressure on my feet all the way up to my chest, to my head. When I finally was able to open my eyes, what I saw was very disturbing. It took me a couple days to revisit this experience again and ask for help and clarity about what it was that I was experiencing during my sleep paralysis. And I suddenly became aware that I was processing yet again very dense energy and dense emotions such as pain, trauma, grief, and sorrow. And when I awoke that morning from sleep paralysis, all of those emotions filled the room because all of those emotions were trying to leave my body. And I was very afraid of those emotions. Those emotions are very scary and they're very heavy. But again, I got through it and I learned that it was a part of the healing process. And I've been so much better since that realization. In fact, I don't have sleep paralysis anymore. I just wanted to share with you guys a quick perspective. I know it's a very different perspective of sleep paralysis, but it has been my experience and I thought that it would 
be helpful to those of you who are also going through troubling times and your experiences with sleep paralysis. I truly believe that there is a resolve to sleep paralysis, and I believe it comes with recognizing the underlying message and perhaps even just the underlying situation that you are in and going inward and asking for help and guidance. I want to thank the wonderful hosts at Scary Encounters for having me on to share my story with you guys. If you'd like to know more about my encounters with sleep paralysis and the supernatural, you can find me on Instagram at Energy Medium. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. That was beautiful. You have a beautiful voice, right? Shout out to Sayasha for one of our sponsors for sharing this post about sleep paralysis. No, but Ray, thank you so much for reaching out and sharing your perspective on this. I think it's something different than what any of us have heard before. Um, it shines a, a different light. Yeah, it's a different on the topic. Light. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people wonder why they experience it. And you kind of just explain your perspectives on it. And um, and you also explain that if you need help, reach out. I love we appreciate how, that. I love how hers was so like positive. It yeah. was very positive. It was very like, like she saw like the beauty in it. Right? Exactly. It's a healing process yeah. for her, which is like crazy. Definitely. Like everyone experiences it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we're so used to hearing like the scary stuff. You never stop and think about how it can be actually be like a positive thing for some people. You're right. It's a different perspective. I've never, I've never heard before. Me it's, neither. it's always been kind of negative until I heard her recording right now. Yeah. I have never heard a positive perspective of sleep paralysis <laughs> ever. You That's know, a good way to look at it now. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is a good way. Um, um, we have one more. We do have one more. And this is from Fernando. He's from Staten Island in New York. This is my experience with sleep paralysis. This was a very, very interesting experience. And it's something that honestly, I'll, I'll never forget. It happened about four years ago. And I remember it was during the summer. And I sit at the edge of my bed, at the foot of my bed. And uh, I'm about to lay back, and uh, I realize that the, I left the light on. I tell myself, I'm just going to lay back, close my eyes for a moment, just kind of chill, listen to the music, and I'll get up in a few minutes and turn it off before I go to sleep. Um, but I was so exhausted, and I remember I felt myself just dozing off, you know, just drifting away. I remember suddenly feeling... A pressure on me like uh like I was being pinned down like on my on my arms and like around around my waist I open my eyes and there's a a woman on top of me it's dark in my apartment the only light on was the light in the bathroom so it kind of the apartment had like a, a, a dim lighting to it and uh, I just remember thinking like this this can't be real this has to be a dream and uh it actually got closer to me you know it like it leaned down and got closer to my face and uh that startled me because it actually it got so close to my face that it blocked out the the little bit of light that there was in the apartment and i closed my eyes and said okay this i must be dreaming and i just took a really deep breath and opened my eyes again and she was gone 
I immediately just got up and did an entire sweep of the apartment. Everything was locked. You know, I'm really, really good about securing my place and just so there was no way that someone came in while I was asleep and there was no way someone got out, you know, if they were in. I know what I saw. Oh, that was creepy, right? I was like, I was like really into it. And then I was like, oh, my God, like this one's like totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely more on the horror side. So we got two perspectives mm -hmm. or several because we oh, have yeah. those two. Yeah. yeah. So there's negative and positive. And I'm so grateful for everybody that wrote in because and you, Victoria, because everybody has their own perspective on sleep paralysis and their own encounters. And sleep paralysis is real, too. And I think having someone like you on this episode who you seem, you know, like everything's just fucking perfect on social <laughs> media, which you are, but you go through shit too. Yeah, definitely. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone does. Nobody has like a perfect life or like a perfect, like, um, nobody just like rolls out of bed, like ready to go, you know, like, um, every day, like we definitely all have our own struggles and we definitely like all like, um, go through stuff go and through life right yeah definitely go yeah. through life and like it really be like the people who you never would have thought yeah have it the hardest that like they actually do and i'm not saying that i do because i don't but um but like definitely like you you really never know what someone's like going through yeah there's yeah. a lot of different struggles within people like and i think one of the the famous quotes is like check on your people that have the biggest smiles are always definitely. laughing at me. yeah dude yeah I, definitely because you never yeah. know what they're going through and it's huge i never thought my coworker was going through the same things you're going through and you know i just want to take the time to thank you for oh, of course yeah to, for coming on our platform and talking about it and letting people know that you also go through these things you know yeah. so yeah. you know one th quick thing that i do want to bring up i noticed that like in these different stories people are talking about how like they're stressed did you catch that? Yeah, or tired, tired, or extremely. Yeah, that's what I'm catching. Or, maybe. or like Ray said, she was, um, she was sad because her dad passed away. Yeah. It's always something that something a negative emotion that triggers it. You know, which damn, I could probably get that shit tonight then because I've been stressed the fuck out. Girl, <laughs> you know what? You pray for stop. me, guys. Pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, thank you I, for having me. This was so much fun. I loved it. Also, yeah. Mr. Danny Rocket over and here. And Danny in the corner. Yep. You're you. <laughs> <laughs> for Mr. and Mrs. Rocket. Mr. Aww. and Mrs. Rocket, thank you guys for joining us. Tune in next Thursday for some, some more scary counters and cheese. <laughs> Turn it off. Right. Oh my god, that was so much fun. Wasn't it? I oh loved it. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor. Podcasting made easy. Anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music. MortisViventi.com. HJ Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of HJ Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. NightTerrorPub.com. Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer. Teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com. <laughs>